Well, it's good to have you with us for another daily devotion, and glad you joined us today because we're going to be in John chapter 12. And in John 12, we see really a contrast between those that are responding to Jesus in faith and those that are rejecting him in disbelief. And really, that's what the chapter focuses on. This is taking place just six days before the Passover, and this is getting close to the time that Jesus is going to be uh, betrayed and arrested and crucified. So you have uh, his ministry really coming to a culmination. And so he's had three years of public ministry, and we see the people responding and rejecting him at the same time. And so we're not going to look at the whole thing because it's pretty large, but just focus in on some key verses here. And if you look down to verse 17, we're going to begin with this. It says, Meanwhile, the crowd which had been with him when he had called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to testify. This is also why the crowd met him, because they had heard that he had done this sign. So you have the the crowds that have heard of Jesus' ministry. They've heard his teaching. In John 11, you have Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. And so the crowd was coming out. They wanted to see Jesus. They wanted to see Lazarus. They had heard about these things, and so their interest was piqued. It says uh, in verse 9, Then a large crowd of the Jews learned that he was there, and they came not only because of Jesus, but also to see Lazarus, the one who was raised from the dead. So you have the people, the crowds of people, hearing about Jesus and Lazarus, and they're wanting to see what's going on. But then you also have the Jews, the religious leaders, the chief priests, the Pharisees. And what John does is he focuses in on how there's different responses. And the religious leaders, as a majority, rejected Jesus. And the crowd, they responded to Jesus initially, and then they ended up betraying him at the end. But here John is is really pointing out how uh, the Jews were not believing in Jesus, but the crowds were wanting to believe, and they wanted to respond to him, and they were curious. And so if we look at this, Jesus really takes this opportunity to call people to believe in him, because that was the whole purpose of his ministry, that he would fulfill the ministry of the Messiah as a sacrificial lamb, the Passover lamb, that he would redeem them. And you have Jesus uh, talking about his upcoming death. You see that in verse 24. He says, I assure you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains by itself. But if it dies, it produces a large crop. Jesus uses the, the analogy and the illustration of a grain of wheat. You take a grain of wheat and, uh, and you could eat that and you would get the, the benefit and the nutrition of that little grain. But if you put it in the ground and you plant it, well, that grain of wheat, it, it, it dies. It's no longer good for nutrition, but it, it sprouts a whole plant and that plant sprouts other grains, multiple grains. And so Jesus, he compares his own death to that, that he's going to die and he's going to bring the supreme benefit and blessing to those who believe in him. He goes on in verse 25. He says, the one who loves his life will lose it. And the one who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me. And where I am, there my servant will be also. For if anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. So Jesus is saying, hey, 
believing in me, you have life. Believing in me, you have fellowship with me and with the Father, and the Father honors him. And so you have Jesus really emphasizing that they need to respond to him in faith. In responding to him in faith, they not only accept him, but they accept his Father, that they have fellowship with God, and it's only through Christ. And to reject Christ means to reject God altogether. You can't have the Father and reject the Son. No, they're a package deal. They can't be separated. That's why Jesus, earlier on in John, was saying, I and the Father are one. If you knew me, you would know the Father. And if you knew the Father, you would know me. You would accept me. And that Abraham <laughs> had, had believed in God. Abraham would have received Christ. And so Jesus challenges them. Believe me, receive me, accept me. But we see a sad commentary in verse 37 of how the religious leaders, uh, the Jews and uh, the Pharisees, they did not respond to Jesus. It says in verse 37, Even though he had performed so many signs in their presence, they did not believe in him. But this was to fulfill the word of Isaiah the prophet, who said, Lord, who has believed our message? And who has the arm of the Lord been revealed to? This is why they were unable to believe, because Isaiah said, He has blinded their hearts. He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, so that they would not see with their eyes or understand with their hearts and be converted, and I would heal them. And so even though Jesus had done all these miracles, he had performed all these signs, he had taught them, he had demonstrated from the scriptures that he is the Messiah, that he is God, they would not believe in him. And so they had rejected him. And as the religious leaders, those that should have known better, we see this commentary from Isaiah that God had blinded their eyes and he had hardened their hearts. In theology, uh, we call this a judicial hardening, right? Where they had rejected Christ. And so God had hardened their hearts so that they couldn't believe. So they were fully culpable of their disbelief, but God gave them over to their disbelief, and he hardened their hearts. And so you have in John 12 people responding in belief and curiosity at first, and then you have the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the, the chief priests, the religious leaders, responding in unbelief. But as we get to the end of the chapter, in verse 42, it says, Nevertheless, many did believe in him, even among the rulers, but because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him so that they would not be banned from the synagogue, for they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. But even though the majority of the religious leaders did not accept him, they did not believe in him, some of them did. And they believed in him, and they kept it to themselves, and, and it was a private matter. They didn't want to stir the pot, and they didn't want to get in trouble, but they did believe in him. And so there's always a remnant of folks that would believe in him. And so how could we apply this? And what are some principles that we could see here? Well, we know that when we go out to do evangelism, you share with a coworker or a friend or family member that, uh, that you could share with them Christ, you could share scripture with them, you could pray for them, you could share the gospel. And some people are just not going to believe. And that shouldn't keep us from trying and other people are going to be curious, and then eventually 
walk away and, and say, no, you know, it's, it's not worth it. I'm not going to believe in that. But there are always going to be some that the Lord has prepared their heart. He's working in them. And you share Christ with them. And they are going to believe. And sometimes it's people that you think are just the most unlikely people to respond. Like here in verse 42, we see that even some of the religious leaders, they responded to Christ. And so John really gives us this picture of these responses to him. Are they going to believe or are they going to reject? And so for us, as we pray for those that, that don't know the Lord, as we share with them and we witness to them, you know that a lot are going to reject you. They're going to reject the gospel, but others are going to believe. And so don't let that stop you. Don't let the rejection stop you, but be diligent, be faithful, speak the truth of love, and just watch what God does. And God is always at work. So I hope you're encouraged by this. Look forward to seeing you next time. God bless.